How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about happiness and what makes people really happy. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. And let's talk about happiness. So obviously, as a as an entrepreneur and as a coach for other entrepreneurs, you know, we do a lot of work helping people build businesses and make money. Um, and the truth is, a, a lot of what we do behind this, uh, and what we talk about is how money can affect our true happiness and other people's happiness. But money itself, just for money's sake, does not actually bring us happiness. Deep down, what we're all really craving, what we all really seek, whether we know it or not, is happiness, is joy in our lives. And there's several things that allow us to bring happiness and joy into our life. And pursuing a life with meaning is one of those things. But there was a Harvard study that was done dating back to the 1930s that what we believe happiness, that we believe that happiness is something that we can achieve, right? That's why we strive to make more, to do more, to accomplish more. We compare ourselves to others, all of these sorts of things. And really that's just the animalistic part of our brain mistaking survival instincts for what will bring us joy, right? It will help us survive if we make more money. It'll help us procreate if, it, if we can make more money, but it won't necessarily bring us joy. Now, money itself, if you think about it, can bring you the things that will bring you true joy, meaning connection, impact, all of those sorts of things, which we'll talk about here in a second. But money for money's sake does not bring it to you. Turns out money, nor situation, nor status will make you happy. Now, I've personally found this to be true as well. Obviously, uh, in my career over the last several years, my business has grown, my impact has grown, my income has grown. And it was not the money that made me happier. There were a lot of other things that were going on that allowed me to become happier, but the money itself didn't make the difference, right? And so I want everybody to understand that. There's always, there's always another level to go when it comes to making more money. But the three things that I'm gonna share with you today around happy people are gonna be what I really want you to focus on. Now, I live in Costa Rica. For those of you guys who don't know, the Nicoya Peninsula, where I live in Costa Rica, is considered a blue zone. Now, there's several of these blue zones. There's five or six across the world. And in these blue zones, what they found is the, uh, they found the highest concentration of centennials in the world, people that live to 100. Um, and not just live to 100, but are, uh, uh, not just, sorry, not just survive to 100, but actually live to 100. Right. And they found that these countries tend to these areas also tend to align with some of the happier places in the world as well. Right. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk a little bit about the studies that have shown the three traits of the happiest people. But before I get into that, I want everybody to understand what is happiness? 
what is true happiness? Now, this is a subjective idea. Happiness itself is a subjective idea. Um, and also, there's a little bit of a science behind it as well. It's a subjective idea around life's good, your enjoy, there's meaningful, life itself is worthwhile. Now, if you take happiness to an extreme, extreme happiness would be something called bliss. Now, there's actually there's actually a science to what is referred to as bliss. If anybody has ever been in a blissful state, what you will notice is there's literally nothing in the world that your mind will think about other than being in the present moment because it is so happy. So the mind, the mind itself is a supercomputer that is constantly trying to find a way to make things better, find more food, make you safer, make you more, have life be more meaningful, be more enjoy. And in the moments that you completely lose track of time, you are in complete bliss. The mind cannot find anything better than this exact moment. And this is what true joy, true bliss, and true happiness is. This is what we're looking for. This is what our, our, our spirit, our human spirit is actually looking for. Not the animalistic part of our brain, but our human spirit, right? And being a happy person, being a person that can find more bliss and joy in day-to-day -day life, being a happy person can cause everything else in your life to get better. Relationships, wealth, physical health. There's studies that have shown all of this as well. So I want to share with you the three studies, or sorry, the three traits that will allow you to be a happier person. Because if you can be a happier person, I think everything in your life would be better, right? So number one, strong relationships. This is the first thing that will allow you to be a happier person, strong relationships. Now, they found this while studying blue zones, like I was talking about. Uh, Costa Rica, Loma Linda, there's a place in Japan, uh, uh, what's it called, Sardinia, Italy. Uh, I think there's a place in Turkey as well. Um, but what they found is in all of these different blue zones, everywhere had different diets, everywhere had different communities, everywhere had different uh, environments, right? So it wasn't the diet that was allowing people to live longer. What they found was it was a strong sense of community. This was one of the most important things that they found in the Blue Zones that allowed people to be happier, live longer, things like that. And they found that focusing on and caring for others was one of the most important pieces to being happy. Now think about it. Whenever you're anxious or nervous or afraid, you're focusing on yourself. Whenever you feel more purposeful, more, more loving, more gratitude, it's because you're focusing on others. This is, this is the switch from the animalistic part of the brain to the human spirit, the conscious part of the brain. When we can stop focusing on ourselves and start focusing on others, start focusing on community, helping and serving. Strong relationships is by far one of the most important pieces to happy people. Now, they also found that it doesn't mean that you have to have a bunch of friends. That's a societal idea where we're comparing ourselves to others. Oh, I've got 30 friends. Oh, I've got 40 friends. I've got 200 friends. That's not what it's about. What the study showed is somewhere between three to five significantly strong relationships. This could be family, this could be friends, this could be community. But people that you would consider really, really strong relationships that you could pick up the phone and call, you could go to their house and ask for whatever help that you need. Three to five extremely strong relationships is all it takes. You don't need more friends. You just need a handful of really, really close, strong relationships. That's number one. Number two is a sense of purpose in life, meaningful work. They also found this in the blue zones, right? Had nothing to do with diet. It was a sense of purpose and meaning in their work. Now, notice how I did not say the absence of work. This is one of the biggest mistakes that we make in the developed world is trying to get to a point where we don't have to work, right? That does not make people happy. The absence of work does not make people happy. Life is about growth and about doing the work. But society has programmed us to think it's about microwave solutions so that we don't have to do any work, right? 
We order Amazon in two days so that we don't have to leave our couch. We order DoorDash so that it gets delivered to our front door. We're just getting lazier and lazier and more comfortable and more comfortable. Now notice how comfort is not synonymous with happiness. In fact, comfort can actually be the opposite of happiness. Now there's a Harvard study that showed, they did a study on, there's this, there's this big thing in the self-development world right now, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. There was a Harvard study that found, they studied you know, this idea of doing what you love and found that everybody, pursue, everybody that pursued this idea of do what you love ended up unhappy, unfulfilled, and unsuccessful. Because this whole idea of do what you love ended up turning into do what makes you comfortable. Think about that. A lot of people say do what you love and the reality is they just find things that they're comfortable with and it doesn't work. And what the Harvard study found is do something meaningful and work hard at it. If you do something meaningful and work hard at it, you will be fulfilled, you will be happy, you will have a sense of purpose. Everything in your life will get better and you'll be successful. So it's not about doing what's comfortable or doing what you love. It's about doing meaningful work and working really, really hard at it. Life is about work. You're always gonna have to put in work. So learning how to fall in love with the work and do work that matters is one of the most important things that you can do. Which brings us to number three, faith and belief in something bigger. What they found while studying the happiest people was they had faith in something bigger. And this is what allowed people when going through tough times, when going through hard times, when, when bad things would happen to them, Again, heavily found in blue zones, and I'm not talking about religion specifically either. I'm talking about faith, a belief in something bigger, a belief in a higher power, a belief in whether that's Mother Earth, God, the universe juice, or seventh dimension aliens that you know just help us, but faith that this higher power has your best interest in mind. Right Now, part of this is being part of a community, but part of it is a deeper connection to the whole and understanding that the good and the bad, it all has meaning. Now, this was really hard for me to understand as an engineer at first. Obviously, as an engineer, I'm all about, you know, just the logic, left brain fully. But this got completely turned on its side after I lost my best friend to suicide about five years ago. Right? The first time I'd gone through something so tragic to me that I had to let go of control. I had to completely let go of control. And this is when I truly started to develop my spirituality. I had to let go of the logic in my brain because the left side of my brain, the logic in my brain could not make sense of the situation. How, how could someone so amazing, like my best friend, who is one of my first mentors, one of the most amazing people I've ever met, end up taking their own life? And this is what caused me to delve deeper and deeper into spirituality and allowing myself to develop a sense of purpose and allowing myself to develop a sense of faith that there is something bigger that I can't I can't even begin to understand. I've been on this earth for 34 years. The universe has been around for billions. How could I begin to fully understand this, this big plan that's in motion? And what this faith does is it allows you to control what you can and let go of what you can't. Because one of the biggest things that brings us stress and anxiety and fear and turmoil is trying to control things that are outside of our sphere of control. And it's this sense of faith that those things that are outside of our sphere of control have meaning, have purpose, have reason. And in the end, will be good for everybody. Hard for us to see sometimes, but it will be. 
Now, once I started to develop my faith and started to develop my purpose and started to develop my spirituality, I noticed that some of the most successful and truly happy people that I'd ever known all had some form of faith. Again, not necessarily religion, but faith. Jim Carrey talks about it. He says, if you really truly want to be successful, why not have a little faith? Not hope, not religion, but faith. If anybody, everybody just had a little bit of faith, they'd be happier, they'd be more successful, they could accomplish everything in their lives. Now, I know we all want to be happier people, so we got to build stronger relationships, we have to have a sense of purpose and meaning in work, and we have to have a little bit of faith. Now, for you, that means being an entrepreneur and going after it so you can have that purposeful work, you can have a little faith and you can build strong relationships that really mean something, then that's the way you should go. If there's another way that you can accomplish these things, then that's the way that you should go. But what we should truly be chasing, what we should truly be chasing is what makes us happy. And if money happens to come along with that, hell, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. That's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn with us here today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to Amazon and grab your copy of the number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. Chat with you guys soon. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.